0: Hello, youth, and welcome to another episode of COVID Sabbath. Today, I am talking with Dory Hartzler, and she is going to share some of her wisdom to us on what it's been like for her to live with compromised health. Dory shares some great wisdom on how she has learned to live with the fear of illness. Enjoy. Hello. Hi, Dory.
1: How are you? Hi. Good. Good. Well, I'm uh, excited to talk to you and share with everybody else kind of some of your thoughts here today. Yes. Uh, So, Tell us where are you right now? What are you seeing around you?
2: I am seeing my t v and my recliner,
1: Because
2: oh. I just woke up from sleeping Nice. Because I worked last night <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Can you like see out the window or anything or just like uh keep yeah,' the my, as your window to the world?
2: No, well, that too, but um, the window is right next to me, okay, and it's we're looking out it's parking lot's pretty full of cars but still some cars missing
3: yep
1: yeah all right well so yeah other than you know work and being tired what are some of your of your other highs and lows happening right now
2: um highs are that my um work week's gone pretty well um low is just the fear of the virus still being out there and Uh, how long it's taking which is understandable right Um, but luckily my work is done very well at quarantine quarantining us all
1: yeah good good Mm -hmm. well yeah and that's what I yeah what I'm curious uh, to hear from you a little bit you are kind of our expert on what it means to kind of live with a compromised immune system uh, uh-huh. uh, and I mean that's that's a term we're hearing more of lately here um, and yeah, so I'm just kinda curious what are the things that um that you've learned kind of living with that uh what are things that we need to be aware of or other people can be aware of um not just physically distancing ourselves, but you know other things that we may can maybe can uh hang on to beyond this COVID time, other new habits and stuff like that, that might be helpful in the long run for everybody. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, so what do we need to know about people with uh, compromised immune systems right now?
2: Um, checking in is key. Okay. Making sure that we're okay. Mhm. And even though if we say that we're quote unquote, okay, we're probably a hint of we're really not. Okay. Uh, Uh, Because we always have had a sense of fear in general.
3: Sure.
2: Uh, But growing up with a compromised health in general, I've never had to not hug someone or never couldn't give anyone a handshake.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But growing up, it's always, always in the back of mind, be careful.
3: Yeah, okay. And
2: so someone actually texted me this morning who asked how I was doing and is everything okay. I said, I'm fine. I said, I've, you know, honestly been kind of used to this. To some degree, not this, this degree, but to some degree of always, you know, if somebody coughs, you know, go wash your hands before you hug me. Or, you know, if you're sick, please don't come around me, period. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it's a cold or they just don't feel good, you know, please stay away from me because I will probably catch it. Yeah. Most often. Great. So even like, Because after every surgery I have, I have to self-isolate anyway. Okay. So it's nothing new for me to not have contact with people. I mean, granted, I haven't had surgeries in 11 years, but right after them, I'm not allowed to have any contact with people for, I think, two weeks at least. Uh Uh-huh. And that was, that, but that was, again, 11 years ago, and that was really hard. Right. not to see anybody because
3: yeah. it
2: was just my mom and I, and that was it for two weeks straight. <laughs> oh,
3: wow.
2: Uh, yeah, which is fine, but it was, you know, kind of a practice run, I guess, for what we're dealing with now. Sure. And like I said, growing up, I've always had to be careful, period. And even before this virus took hold, I was in Chicago with my pulmonologist who then told me
3: <clears throat>
2: in general with my health that the sanitizer <clears throat> has to be my best friend. Okay. And I was like, oh. She was like, because you cannot afford to get sick.
1: Yeah, right.
2: And I was like, oh, okay. And it was never really put that bluntly to me in the last 11 years Uh uh, that, you know, you can't get sick. But with my lungs now and with my heart, everything is very like, be careful, be careful, be careful all the time now. Sure. Because the likelihood – well, I haven't talked to the doctor recently on this level, but the likelihood if I would – Contract anything, it would probably be a little bit more severe
3: right. than most people. Yeah.
2: But that, with that being said, my local doctor, and this is why I can still work, is that my health is good. Yep. You know, for the most part. I mean, it's not perfect.
1: On the but Dory scale, you're good.
2: On the Dory scale, I am great.
1: Yep. All right.
2: Good. And the ventilator's working, and my nebulizer's working. So as long as all of that continues to keep my body, quote unquote, healthy. Uh huh then I'm just as risk as, you know, you or – well, well, yeah, Yeah. just as risk as normal people are. Right. Just with a hinge of, well, maybe not. (laughs) So a little more caution on my end, but as long as my ventilator still works and my nebulizer works, I'm doing fairly well.
3: Right. Okay. But
2: just maybe a tinge more susceptible to the virus than anyone else.
1: Yeah, right.
3: Yeah.
1: So so what have you learned? I mean, you mentioned kind of always having that fear of germs, infection, whatever, like that fear mm-hmm. of something out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like kind of always being there for you. But what is that? I'm curious, like what uh, – how do you live through that, having that extra little <laughs> That's fear That's a very the good question. Right, yeah, uh, I've always had the fear. Yeah, fear is, you know, somebody used to joke with me, fear is
2: your middle name fear and sickness is your middle name. I said, that's very true. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like really funny because I was right. like, wow, was that supposed to be hurtful or helpful? Cause I could take <laughs> it either way, but, uh, having fear, I mean, it's just a fact of life.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh, I don't know what Justin said, but for me, it's a fact of life. It's right. just what I've known. I don't know. I've never not really been fearful of being sick. Okay. I mean, even, even when the flu comes around, I get uh, hypersensitive
3: Yeah.
2: with people. I'm like, don't, if you sneeze or cough, please stay awake for me. Or you have a slight fever, please do not come near me. Even if it's just the flu, because even the flu could take me out. Right. The flu and well, the virus, of course, flu virus and pneumonia mm-hmm. and bronchitis. Because over a year ago, that's what I had when I went to Chicago was bronchitis really bad. And they were going to admit me, but there were no beds. so now you know if I would catch it then clearly there's no beds now either but um so fear has always been there Mm -hmm. but what I do with my fear and I've done much better in my you know last 11 years uh because when I was younger I would let it control me sure I would just get angry with people or I would just be over sensitive and I'm like you know I'm too afraid to like say how I feel now 11 years later after growing up and being much older now I'm able to process that with my friends and be like I'm terrified
3: yeah
2: I'm scared like I'm legitly scared
3: right. of
2: you know whatever may be like if the flu season I'm afraid that if somebody has a flu and they accident come in contact I'm gonna get a flu right. and <clears throat> if I do contract anything it's you know three or four times harder for me to get over than anyone else yeah. It's not like, oh, the flu will last, you know, a week or two weeks and you'll be miserable. No, I would probably get it for a month or even longer. Um, so that plays the fear of, like, well, then I'll be out of work for two weeks or I'll be, you know, well, now we're all stuck at home, but that would be prior to this. That, oh, well, now I can't have any contract with anybody. Right. Um, yeah, now there's, no, like said, now there's
1: no FOMO. There's no fear of missing mm, out for anything, all right? Right.
2: Yeah. There's, yeah, there's nothing to miss out on. <laughs> so now it's okay. <laughs> um, but with the fear, it's just, I've always known it. It's always been there, but now I'm able to process it and reach out to people more than I ever have.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Lots of prayer. I've mm-hmm. been probably more prayerful in the last 10 years than I probably ever have been. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, I've always prayed, obviously, but I mean, the last 10 years, it's more, you know, very daily and maybe a little bit more specific than ever before. Okay. Excuse me, ever before. Um, but yeah, I guess... Hopefully that kind of explains it.
1: Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so, yeah, prayer is one thing. Naming, I've, yes, I've prayer a lot more and
2: naming my fear.
1: Yeah. Okay. Naming
2: what I'm truly afraid of mm-hmm. has been very helpful because before I would just always, well, I'm fine. Like, are you worried? Well, no, not really. But really deep down, I was terrified. Yeah. But people would also like, are you scared? Mm, not really. Now I'm like, yeah, I am terrified. Sure. Or yes, I'm scared, or I'm depressed. Or I'm emotional because, you know, whatever it may be, I'm able to name and tell people now and and receive their help, yep. uh, which is extremely helpful.
1: Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, Dory, I'm wondering, is there any, I mean, you, you said it was just kind of specific prayers, or is there, is there any kind of prayer that you always kind of revert back to or a certain way of praying? Kind oh,
2: of... the 23rd Psalm. Okay. Has always been a staple uh, for me. And song music. Yeah. Healer over every ill.
3: Okay.
2: Huge for me. All right. Um and of course I can't remember the other ones now, but that's the two I get the Song and Healer over Every Ill yep. you. right in my head. Oh, and Come Thou Found. I don't know why. That's one of the comfort for me, but it is
3: sure.
2: I love that song. Yep. Uh so yeah, it's more music for me and prayer uh, music is prayer for me. So sometimes I'll put a hymn on my my iphone or my whatever music device and just put that in and that's my prayer for the day, yeah <clears throat>
1: yep cool mm-hmm. well, yeah, and that's the kind, I think that's the cool thing about music and and prayer and that kind of that combo of, of thing that mm-hmm. it just it sticks in our head easier when there's mm-hmm. a hymn to it it or it seems to at least for me too, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, all right, well, Dory, thank you. this has been really. Cool to just talk and yeah, hear yeah. how you're processing things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keeping yourself healthy, and I'm glad to hear they're taking all kinds of good steps at work for you, for you and oh. everyone there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, not to sing it, but could you at least say the the re- refrain of Healer of Our Every Ill, or at least <laughs> some of those words as you remember them, kind of a uh, prayer. Healer of our every ill, light up
2: each tomorrow. Yeah. And something beyond our fears.
1: Give us peace. And,
2: and, give, and give us peace beyond our fears. Yep. And hope for tomorrow? Or hope for.
1: Hope. Uh, hope beyond our sorrow?
2: Oh, yes. Hope beyond our sorrow. Thank there you. See
1: go. you over tonight. Get a chimera song. Yeah, but you're, I like your rhyme too. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hope for a new tomorrow. What did you say? Hope, hope for tomorrow?
2: Yeah, hope for tomorrow.
1: Yep. I mean, yeah. that works too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and my hymnal is like staring straight at me across the room. I can see it. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's one of my favorites. Yes,
1: yeah. good. You know. All right. Well, thank you, Dory, mm-hmm. very much. Um, Absolutely, not a problem. Yes, we Thanks are. Thanks for including me. Of course. Yeah, yeah, and we'll <laughs> do this again sometime.
2: All right. Sounds good. All
1: right. Thank you very much.
2: Yep. Not a problem. Have a Stay great healthy. day. Thanks. You too.
1: Yep. Bye.
2: All right. Bye. Bye.
0: This COVID time is giving us all the chance to pay attention to our humanity in new ways. We're paying attention to every action, everything we touch, every place we may or may not go. And we still have these electronic ways of communicating and connecting and staying connected with each other. So let's hold on to the best of all of that. Don't escape into an online life. Don't become an avatar. Continue to be a human, a human being, present every day, every moment, and not a human doing who runs all over the place for every kind of action. Take this COVID time to rest, relax, reconnect with people and with God. So till next time, cover your cough, and share God's love.